You are listening to the Tantra Revolution podcast, bringing Tantra simplified and accessible to every man and woman who wants to step out of just living by and get to a whole new higher level of living life. Tantra is change for the world, one goddess at a time. Each week, we deliver the best in lifestyle and wellness, finances and wealth, relationships, love, dating and personal growth. I am Ellen and I am your host. On today's episode, Farrah Miller will be my guest. Farrah is the founder of FM Wellness. She is a Reiki master, life coach and health and nutrition coach. Hello, Para. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we are at the Tantra Revolution, that's our podcast. And I was just having a quick conversation with you right before we, we started. And I'm I'm really excited to know more about you because, let me explain to you, me and Farah, we have been um, in this, we're content creators, and we have been part of this engagement group since pretty much, I think, since the start of the pandemic, this world pandemic. So uh, from the very start, I, I was so drawn to you because of your enthusiasm, your vibrancy, and you're so good at it. You're such an amazing content creator. Like we're going to talk about your, your business. We are both in the wellness industry. So of course I was really, really, really um, like excited to be reading your stuff and watching your videos and listening to your podcast. It was so relevant to me. What is, what is behind the scenes of Farrah? Because you know, you, like you're amazing with, putting things out and to uh, be sharing like that. Like, please tell us your sauce. <laughs> oh my God. That's the kindest way someone has ever introduced to me. So uh, I was feeling goosebumps. So thank you so much for such a kind and warm welcome. And uh, I would say, first I would say that likewise, I we, I we just connected from through the engagement group and it's so interesting that you noticed me and how I noticed you, you know, you know what they say, like, kind people alike are attracted to each other right like who think similar way and that's how i uh, we we chatted from there we would always be so like you know writing these nice messages to each other and really supporting each other's content uh, and and obviously when i would whenever i would read your post i would be like oh my gosh she's like so strong and like she's all about women empowerment so uh, so thank you so much for even having this platform and I know you're quite passionate about what you do. So thank you so much for having me on your show. Tell us a little bit, Wolf, where are you right now, Thera? Where in the world are you right now? I'm in Seattle, Washington. I have just moved here in December and I absolutely love it here. It's so beautiful. Oh my gosh, in Seattle, like um, you said you just moved like six months ago? Yeah. From yeah to west now, yes, west coaster now. So I've oh, lived in places so far. 
just have been able to live in like five, six different places. So this is like the seventh place. Hold on, where are you originally from again? Originally, I'm from Pakistan, uh, but I've been raised in the USA. Okay, and then you said that like we recently you have been, you so, have moved yeah. seven times. Like yes, so I've obviously like moving to the US, then from New York, growing up in New York, then moving to Orlando, then moving to DC, then living in Austin for a few months, so I've been, and then Miami as well for a few months, and then now in Seattle. Okay. Oh, okay. So, but it wasn't like you moved seven times within like the last few months. No, no. no not like that. No, no, no. Ah, fortunately, no. <laughs> that would be too much. Oh, all right. So, like, growing up, uh, obviously, so you grew up in America and you, you are you married? Do you yeah. have kids? So, I, no, yes. yeah. no kids yet. No kids yet. Okay. And you have an amazing, uh, I would say it's a wellness and lifestyle business. Uh-huh. Um, it, like, so the, you ha- also have a podcast, right? But that's not the name of your business. It, it's different. Yeah. Yes, it's called Spicy Life because I think life is so spicy, so full of lots of colors. And I think life is all about the perspective you have. So for me, life is so joyful, so blissful, full of love and full of joy. And I like to perceive life from that perspective. So when I started the podcast, Spicy Life just popped into my head. And I was like, ah, life is so beautiful and so spicy. And it's going to be Spicy Life. That's how the name came about. (laughs) I love that. I love that. And you know what? Because... um, People that have already been with me uh, and with my podcast, they know what I do. Trying to raise people's energies to every single day live their perfect life, right? Whatever perfect lives for them. Yeah, it's It's a very individual perspective and individual desires, you know. So what perfect means to you exactly. That's why people have such a about things. Yeah, so... The, did the podcast come after your your wellness yes. business? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What's the name of your business? What and what do you do? Yeah. So it's uh, you know I'm founder of Farrah Miller Wellness. So Farrah Miller Wellness is was born due to my own self, uh, you know, journey with self healing and. Uh, self-development to, you know, really uh, going for my highest version of myself, you know, being able to understand that, that what that looks like and, you know, uh, write down some goals and some action plans and being able to follow that and get into that place of bliss where you no longer need validation from outside was the goal for me. I wanted to master myself and, you know, be in that enlightened place where, uh, what's happening around me no more dictates my emotions and my feelings. So capturing that and mastering my emotions and my energy was my goal. And I'm really grateful to say that I'm uh, in the 90s now, right? And I'm, um, yeah, because you're always work in progress. So I'm not going to say that, oh, like, yeah, I'm, I'm good because I don't want to take it easy. I want to consistently grow and consistently grow my mindset to the best of my ability because we are we're amazing we were created like with the sense of uh knowingness that how amazing we are so 
it's like really going within, the more you go within, you really understand how powerful you are, that you're such a creator. So I like to think from that perspective, um, you know, just seeing life is happening oh. for me, not against me. Oh, you, you just said everything, you know, and uh, usually I like to, to understand like, for how long have you been or the process of you creating this amazing, uh, this amazing life transformational uh, experience because it usually comes from uh, our own experiences, like you said, like something that you had been through and then it was a breakthrough for, for you or like for me as well. And yeah. in my case, it was definitely like a few situations and then you, you reach a point where you're like, okay, I can't live like this anymore. Something needs to change. And then you start doing that transformation for yourself. And then you yeah. start recognizing that people around you are going through the exact same, but they haven't had yet that awakening point, right? And yeah. so what was that, what would be one thing that you, you think was like, um, this is it, like my life has to start again from today forward? If you feel comfortable to share, of course, I didn't. Oh, absolutely. I think that uh, when we share our stories, you know, it, and it really impacts those who feel vulnerable and who feel like they're alone. Uh, and I definitely have been there where, you know, um, just really going through some struggling times in my teenager because, you know, growing up with limiting beliefs that I wasn't good enough uh, was something that I, uh, I had in my subconscious mind because, uh, you know, being a South Asian, coming from a South Asian uh, background, color, if you're darker skin, you're not as beautiful as someone who is much lighter skin than you. So I encountered that actually when I was growing up in Pakistan when I was a kid. So, and then first seven years of your age, your, whatever your environment is feeding you, that's what you're programming your innocent mind. And so I had picked up those beliefs at that time. And we right away, my parents, we moved to, to New York actually. Uh, when I was eight and from there, actually when I was there, I was completely not, not treated that way. I was, I didn't even feel that they were, the color was not even a discussion. So, um, yes, I, I, I was fine. I grew up with, you know, I was, I was fine because no one ever actually ever, never made a comment when I moved to States, but I, those limiting beliefs of my first seven years, somehow I felt that they, they did sabotage, I did self-sabotage myself in some ways, like saying yes to arranged marriage when I was only 19 was definitely me feeling that I'm not good enough and I'm not going to have my dream person. And, I'm, I, you know, this, that's just something that happens. It's very normal. You know, you just, you just get married when you're 19 and, you know, so culturally I was, I was brainwashed and, and then, you know, um, being married and I, it was definitely, I, my gut was telling me this was not the decision and I didn't go for my gut and I went with the culturally norms. Right. So from, yeah. so, you know, being there and within months I knew that that was not that, that, that the whole base of that relationship was based on a lie. And I think when you had that, the respect is not there. So, and then plus, um, you know, there was some abuse, like uh, mental abuse, and then when the physical abuse started, I was like, no, no, no. And I was that. So that was my rock bottom because once I was only 19 and I got, you know, I got divorced, I was innocent and I felt guilt and shame and those very low vibrations in that time. 
And when you're in that state, you're depressed, you think that you're not good enough. So I went through those really horrific emotions and I cried and I felt that I wasn't good enough. There's so much pain in my heart that I felt in that, those times. And then one day it was like, no, that is not how my story will end. And that is just not how it's going to work. There's somewhere, something I have to change. And that was like my will that I just, that was the day. And today it's a very different ball game. I am really grateful for everything. All this journey I'm grateful for. Yeah. That is so great to hear, you know, the, just the, the, the winning story as well. And it, it's so interesting because, um, like, this is the conversation I hadn't, I didn't have with you prior, so, which is very interesting, but I had a very um, similar, um, you know, growing up as well. I, I am from the north of Brazil, but I grew up in the south of Brazil where everyone looks European, and I was the, the darkest skin girl and I like I didn't think of myself as pretty so growing up like that was very I I sort of created a little bit of skin as in okay I know I'm not pretty but I'm gonna be good at other things but then Mm -hmm. later I left Brazil and all of a sudden I'm working in the fashion industry and like people start telling me that I'm beautiful Mm -hmm. uh, like pretty much at the same age as you when you got married, right? Now, I also have, I grew up in a cult and it was like, it was the same experience. Like you were told everything that you need to do, what you need to wear, the friends that you have, um, like my whole life, everything I was told what to do. And then I left my parents' house, uh, not in good terms, but I left and then I, I went on to work and leave my country and everything. And then I had, now I had to like, go back and figure out who I was because I had no idea because I thought I was always told what I had to be. And it took me a few years as well. But what I, what I'm curious to know is like from the process of you getting married when you were 19 and then you mentioned that you got divorced still when you were 19. So how long was that relationship? Oh no. So no, uh, when I, when I got married when I was uh, 19, but it it happened in a few months. So I was, Still, you know, not even 20 yet. So, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And like, what was the first step for you when you, when you figured that out? Okay. Um, this I'm not staying, which is for a 19 year old girl. When you're still trying to figure things out, uh, I bet there was a lot of courage and you were very brave and did you have support of people? And what was the Yeah, so I decided in my mind that that's the step I have to take. And then I reached out to my parents that I've decided this decision and I would like to fly back home. And they supported me. They told me that I should pack and leave. They support me and welcome back. And, you know, that's why I take the ownership of the situation that what, you know, what did did I do from my own end to even have that experience? And that's how you, I look at life. It's okay. How did I create this? So, you know, taking action towards how I can fix this. So uh, that's how you change your life taking the ownership. So when I saw, so that's why these are just pearls of my life. I really, you know, uh, these things happen. I look at them as facts, but actually I don't blame anybody. I have no ill ill feelings about nobody because these are just characters. My life has played to under, to for help me understand who I am and what kind of a character I have and help me understand that what side I'm on and what are my preferences in life. 
and it has given me clarity. So yeah. I'm grateful for all the all the characters people have played in my life. You know, that's that's how I look at it. Visit www.faramila.org and download her free self-love ebook, Three Days to Greater Self-Love. Also check out her podcast, Spicy Life. Some of the most amazing, inspiring, successful women like yourself that I've met and I had the privilege of getting in contact with, they all say this one thing, you can't blame others. You need to forgive and move on and pick up the, the responsibility for yourself so that you can make the changes because you can't change other people, right? You can only yeah. change yourself. And when you change yourself, you change your world. When you change exactly. yourself, world changes. So now that's why it's so important, uh, the mindfulness part, right? Like how important it is and beneficial for all. So, you know, there's a lot of factors here that come in play, what your intentions are, you know, what your thoughts are about yourself and about your, you know, other people. You know, these are a lot of factors that determines what kind of, what, what kind of experience you have in life. That's why you own your life and you own your experiences. No one is punishing you. No one is blessing you. You bless yourself in every way when you do the right thing. That, that was actually going to be my, my question to you. I'm sure people are really uh, curious to know. So this journey into to mindfulness and meditation to where you are right now, like when, when exactly did that start? If, if it's very clear to you or if it's something that you started slowly, 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 but what, what was the marking point of now knowing, okay, meditation, mindfulness is the way. Wow, my God, that's a great question. So, you know, when I, as I said to you that what I was experiencing, so I decided to, decided to move cities and uh, wanted to go and find myself. And I felt like, uh, you know, for years I was kind of like really doing everything, everything that everybody around me was kind of telling me, right? So I was like, I need to go spend time myself and really find like what, what my, what I'm here to do, what my purpose is and who really I am as a person. And I really wanted to be just like become this hermit, not in a hermit in a sense where I'm staying home, but this kind of person who just kind of want to wonder right now. So I moved to a different city. So from there I had my, you know, this, um, wellness journey, I would say, you know, journey to wellness where I incorporated, I, as I said to you, like, I was like, okay, something has to change. So I started making these very deliberate decisions. So I, you know, started researching how do I, how to change your life or something like that, because I was thinking about it. And then I, um, found, you know, like mindfulness, just really thinking, just thinking my thoughts, like, non-judgmentally and uh, just also embracing life and also being very uh, compassionate towards others who are coming from a very different background how we all are just connected and we come from one source a lot of these practices when I actually included in my thinking uh, you know mindfulness and also I got into meditation which I'll talk about but mindfulness is just it's just the way to be for me. It's just, I have one, I really want to think about what I'm thinking because I know that, you know, it's called the law of cause and effect, right? So law of cause is so powerful, right? Like uh, you are the cause. So as I think I reap, like as I do, I reap, right? As I think I create. So, you know, so I became really mindful, 
mindfulness. I'm like, I want to experience a beautiful life, you know, life that feels really good from the inside out. That was my intention. And I am, you know, I would say that I'm an ambitious person. And I was, I, I was like, I, how I am going to make this happen. So, so I took on the challenge and really incorporated these practices. And I would say they have benefited me so much. Like I could not live without this is a way of living for me. And meditation is like, it's like my, I am like meditative, like pretty much all day because my mind is so calm. And that's the state I really like to be in because I like to be in control of my mind, not the other way around. I'm the master of my mind. So meditation has given me that uh, calmness, that power where I dictate my mind what to think. Wow. Like uh, just listening to you, it's, um, you know, meditation didn't come easy to me. Like, uh, uh, it, it was a sort of work where I literally had to start meditating like for two or five minutes per day, uh, just because my mind was, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I still remember the first time I tried to do meditation and I, I wanted to die. I wanted to leave the room and I was just like, how can I leave this room? Like I can't stay here any longer. And it was like almost like torture. But how, you know, like that's the state that I was. I couldn't sit with myself. I couldn't be alone and enjoy my own company. Almost. I had to be always surrounded by people and noise and busyness, right? If you liked this show, you might want to check out my ebook, Self Care Isn't Selfish, that will be published on Amazon on September 9th. If you join my book launch team, you get the book and other perks for free. Check my website to join www.ellencosta.com. And uh, then, of course, uh, something happened and I had to uh, start very slowly. So everything, well, what you're saying, I, I'm sure a lot of people resonate with. And now where people are being forced to stay inwards and, and start living with themselves and their conscious. And um, I think it's great that you shared that. And um, my next question is really like when you when you're talking about you know uh, our life just being the, the the best life that we can produce while we are in this lifetime so how can we develop the best practices for thriving and living to our fullest potential versus just trying to survive and pass by like life is really to live it's not to survive and i think that's where i would start from it's just you know, absolutely. I will say that that's what that's what the work is. The work there is no other work. The work is on you. So the way for us to live our best life, fulfilling life, because life is to be living to live in that state, and as absolutely as possible, um, uh, it, it takes it does takes work. And what it does, it takes like your mindset. Your mindset when it comes to how determined you are to what you want to have experience in your life. So. Either you don't care, it's it, it just like if you really care for that. So if someone does cares for that, they're going to do everything to like make that happen. And they're going to die trying. I, I say that, that I'm going to try, I'm going to die trying to be the best that I can be. 
because that's just how I view. So that's, that's, that's how you and every day I'm trying to be better from yesterday because I'm like, okay, I, I could be better. I could be better. And it's, it's a really healthy way because it, I feel great. And I, um, you know, I, I feel the energy in my body. Like I'm like not tired and I'm full of energies because I, I I'm not suppressing anything. I'm just really allowing the energy that's very accessible to the you know, like just, you know, prana, like allowing like the air breathing in into your heart and, you know, having your heart and mind coherence to each other and breathing those deep breaths to start your day and just really staying in alignment with you, with who you are. And uh, that's the work that it takes is just really being who you really are. And that's the, I would say, I call that, you know, we both would know about that transformation journey. It's really going through that painful process of really uncovering the layers of who you actually are not because who you you who you thought you are is just some someone who was programmed in a certain way but when you really understand like who you really are actually as a soul oh my god that's i i would say that that's when we can really live a fulfilling life when we discover who we really are in a deeper level and that takes a lot of tools to add into your life doesn't matter what religion you come from it don't matter if you want to live a fulfilling life, there are tools you will have to incorporate to, to, if you want to create the best life, the one that blissful, happy life, that, that you are really here to be happy and live your best life. And that's the, that, takes the, that takes a belief. And that's the belief that I think it's, it's challenging for, for many to accept because the custom is there is that, oh, you know, like 78, 79% of people live paycheck to paycheck. And it, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, it's like focusing on the problems more than solutions. We have to shift our perspective and focus on the, you know, solution oriented. Like how, you know, like trusting that we have the answers, trusting that we are, you know, when we believe in like a higher power, do we really believe? So I think the belief factor has to be there that I really do believe that I'm being guided and being helped. So uh, living your best life comes from that belief, that faith, that determination, and then being able, you know, really listening to your inside, inside instead of outside. The reason why a lot, um, you know, people have to go to other people to ask because they're not listening to inside. So when, that's why meditation wow. is one of the most important tools doesn't matter like where you're coming from because if you're not quieting your mind if you're not quieting your mind how when are you ever like listening to yourself so that's what i would start from if someone wants to create their best life to start from meditation with just breathing and that okay i have the fact that i'm alive and i'm here right now that's like that that's all you need for you you need to be happy and be grateful for and like uh, people look at to so many fancy things, right? To reach to that level. Yeah. And oh my God, that's amazing. Hi, I, I, I really wanted to ask you just one more thing because you mentioned it. When, like, when you are not in that space of meditation, so obviously it's hard to listen to your voice, to your whatever you want to call it, intuition or yeah. uh, your spirit or your soul, right? Um, what would be your first, like if you can, if you can share your, your first someone that never meditated before 
And now everyone does know how important is meditation. They just don't know how to start. Like, what would you tell a person that can, they can start easy? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So I would say, just like the earlier I mentioned, I, I found that to be the best way to start the meditation. It's just really, you know, okay. You can start with, because I, I found a lot of people struggle with uh, the timing. They're like, oh, I just can't sit still. I want to, and I've been that person. So believe me, like I've been that person where I took forever to actually get into that zone of like start meditating. And I, that was also very intuitive because I felt like I needed to know, like it's time for me to like start. And I started right away. I always go for that signal when I get like, I know it and I follow it. So, so a person can start with five to 10 minutes meditation just to start off. And you can take like deep breaths, deep breaths. Like you you have to imagine in your mind, close your eyes and imagine in your mind that you are, your, your mind is sending, a, when you're breathing in, your breath is going in straight to your heart. And it's, and it's, it's, um, and then after that, your heart is like breathing to all over your body, this breath. So just connect your, what it happened, it was happening that it's actually connecting the mind with heart. And this exercise is so beautiful. Uh, when I discovered it, I started like doing it and it, it brings like so much peace and then it connects your mind to your heart because, you know, we have all the answers in our heart. So when we learn to connect our mind with our heart, um, we can listen to our guidance system. Um, so that's how a person can start. And then once they start like feeling really peaceful, then they can just like, they don't have to go that deep with their butts. They can just like start like normal breath, but just, I would just like pick a, pick something in my mind, like maybe being on a beach or looking at the water that you find beautiful or being by the mountains. If you find mountains to be really beautiful, I would just really imagine that I'm sitting there and I'm breathing and I'm just really happy. And um, just try not to just think anything else, just like really smile and that they're just so happy to be just like right now spending this sacred time with yourself and with, with the one that created you. Oh my God, I love, it. love that. It's just a bliss of that. That is just everything. It's and you know what? I, I love like you, you saying that because like a few times if I ask uh, uh, like someone who's also teaching meditation, they try to go on a language that's a little bit too complicated, but you, you just made it so reachable and doable even when you say like you know you can imagine your favorite beach or something like that so you're not really trying to stop all the thoughts because that's really that's not easy you know <laughs> so yeah. like the way that you just say it makes me just want to go and meditate right now I, just, <laughs> the picture that you 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 made me imagine it's so calming already it's like oh my god i, I could just do it right now uh amazing that's very great very um it's an it's an easy tool right it's a it's a practical it's tool that, it's, a, it's the best tool and would you agree that this is part of uh self-care because i know that you are you do a lot of working self-care right and yeah like i, I like I, I think that people are talking a lot about self-care but people don't really understand what self-care so, really is you, yeah, so self-care to me, self-care is a ref the way you take care of yourself is the your life is a reflection of that. So if you want to know how your life is treating you, 
is really treating you how you're treating yourself. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, right? So if you don't have time to fit in your workout, if you don't have time to take care of your meals, then there is you. If you don't have time for yourself and you're giving too much time to everybody else, you think that you're being this like wonderful person by by doing this, but you're actually not, you're somewhere not accepting yourself that you're good enough for yourself. Wow. Yeah. So self-care is, it's, it's, it's the way you actually honor yourself and you, sh- you know, one should honor themselves if they want others to honor them. So profound. Fair. I like, I'm, I actually am going to make available your website, but just telling everyone right now, her Instagram is inspiration, motivation. I literally have like a folder on my phone and on my computer for uh, picking up on like in my day. I do have a, a, a self-care routine in the morning. First thing in the morning, I woke up, I wake up very early and Farah is there. She's part of my self-care, motivation, inspiration to all kids together with uh, people like I, I really, really like a lot. I love Lisa Nichols. It's just like links and audios of videos, things that I wake up and if I'm feeling a little bit flat that day, I'm not going to let that win over, you know? So I will, I'll open the, this little folder with links and videos and, and pages that I should visit to pick up myself up. And you are part of that. You're there on that folder. So anyone who's listening, like, Make sure that you follow Ferrer and her Instagram is a daily boost of, um, of motivation, self-care, quotes. She always, uh, she's very diverse. There's going to be videos. There's going to be her podcast, by the way. Please listen. And is there anything right now that you would like to have people... I am on your website, so farahmiller.org. Uh, is that correct, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And anything that you want to share or that you wanted to invite uh, that you are launching or that you are publishing lately? Uh-huh, sure, yes. So we recently launched uh, our courses, um, uh, which I'm really grateful to um, offer them. And they're on a limited price right now. So they're only $21. And uh, these are like really, really awesome courses that you can take from home, especially with COVID right now. Virtually, you can just take them from anywhere. And uh, I would highly recommend anyone who's looking to make changes in specific areas in their lives. Uh, we, we have quite a few varieties. So yeah, I would definitely, you know, um, say the courses are awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. Is there any, anything else? Did I forget anything, Per? Do you want to add something that I might have forgotten to, to our call? <laughs> uh, no, I, no, I think we covered everything. Oh, it was such a pleasure to have you. And now, before we, we end, I like to do this little game of rapid-fire questions. <laughs> 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 and I don't announce that before because I think it's more fun if you don't know what I'm going to ask, right? They are they're casual, casual questions. It's just to break the ice a little bit and get to know you better. So, uh, of course, like the trick is not to think for too long. Just the first thing that comes to your mind. <laughs> okay. So here we go. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Okay. Question number one. 
If you could buy any type of food right now, what would you buy? Thai. Thai curry. Yeah. All right. Great. Second question. What color is your toothbrush? White. White. Three. If you could be any animal, what would it be and why? Cat. Love cat because they are the classic animal to me. Love them. I love that too. Even though I'm allergic to them, but I love them. Oh, I know. What is the what is one of the things you would put on your bucket list? A Thailand. Yay! Come visit. <laughs> we are in Phuket. It's beautiful here. I'm there. See you soon somewhere here. <laughs> um, who is your favorite superhero and why? Uh, Batman. Because I, I, one of my favorite movies is uh, the, um, the one with the, uh, can't I, Batman is one of my favorite movies. So Batman, my favorite action movies. I can walk, I, and I can repeat a mo- lot of movies, but I can no. repeat that movie. So for me, that's like, oh, that's, that's my favorite superhero movie. Who do you admire the most? Uh, the most I admire, I admire Oprah. What is your favorite summer activity? Uh, traveling in Europe. If a movie was made of your life, what genre would it be? And who would, you, and who would play you? What, uh, what, what would it be, the first one? What genre it would be? Okay, okay. Mm. And who would play you in the movie? Uh, so it would be the, uh, I would say, 50s. 50s yeah because i just i just find it so classic that time and uh audrey humphrey if she can play that'd be awesome (laughs) audrey humphrey yes i don't know who that is i'll have to google guys oh my gosh okay what is he on right now like is it something that she's doing right now oh no i picked something from a different genre like i just thought like yeah just being creative i picked somebody from 50s and that era too i didn't pick anybody from the future so it's Audrey Hepburn. So, yeah, she was, I, I don't know if I'm saying her last name correct, but she, she's an actress from, like, maybe 70s. Yeah. From, she's British. She, I'm not sure. No, she's I'm, known for Chanel, so. Okay. Yeah, I'm just, I kind of Googled her very quickly just because I wanted to know. So Audrey Hepburn was a British actress and humanitarian, recognized as a film and fashion icon. She's, she's very original. So yeah. So I just, yeah. I just came to my mind. I picked it. Oh, cool. All right. Bet I learned something. <laughs> Always. Yeah. If you could be any flavor of ice cream, what ice cream flavor would you be and why? Chocolate. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Chocolate's really good. Chocolate's always so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, last question. Who is your favorite cartoon character and why? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I have so many. So I would go with Bugs Bunny. Yes, yeah. There, there's quite a few other ones for Bugs Bunny. Okay. Oh, cute. Thank you so much, my God. I was so excited to do this with you. And it's not going to be the last time I know that. And um, I'm pretty sure we covered, like, you know, this is really getting to know each other as well. Thanks so much for having me. It was a blast.
Thanks for joining us this week on the Tantra Revolution. Visit my website www.ellencosta.com where you can subscribe to the show so you will never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us too. The Goddess Academy Women's Coaching Program is open for enrollment. The details are on my website. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. Tantra is change for the world, one goddess at a time.